Fun little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? Remember last week, I told you that we'll talk about guarding our hearts. This is it. This is the second part. Okay? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm always ready. You know, I love it when people say, I was born ready. Okay, this is the second part of last week because last week we talked about having us um, expanding your to-do list. Like, give your to-do list also an option when, when things change, when circumstances change, when... When the weather is different, kahit literally. So this week, one tip to manage the mood, continuation from last week, I'm going to have to tell you, we always get this advice. I'm going to have to do this on the on the PowerPoint, ha? We always get this advice, guys. Even in Star Wars, they said this, trust your feelings. You know, I'm going to give you a different alternative, an alternative look on this. It's not really good advice, not all the time. In fact, sometimes it's bad advice because your feelings are an orchestration of so many things, trauma, your memory, your fears, you know, most of the time. So I would say set aside first the feeling and let's give at least space to 50 plus one na logic, not feelings. Can we do that now? But feelings are still good, huh? you can still trust it, but not 100%. So I think that's what I wanted to say. Why? Because your feelings can make you think that the situation is worse than it is. Okay? And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. If, you, um, if you're hungry or if you're puyat and you're facing something, you are more pessimistic. Seriously. It doesn't matter what the facts are regarding a situation. If you're exhausted, you feel like the situation is worse, right? And sometimes, oh my gosh, this is even worse. Sometimes you think the situation is better because you're feeling good. For example, you have this crush <laughs> and then and then the message to say, yo, with a smiling face. You don't read the room and the situation so well because apparently there's a smiling face. I'm sure he likes me back. And then this might, again, remember we talked about expectations last time? This might break your heart. So, Feelings are very helpful. They are signifiers of where we are and how we can read the room. But it cannot be the 100% decision maker of things. Yun na lang yun. Hindi pwedeng 100% feelings. Kung kaya. <laughs> Kakayanin natin yan. Kasi ang subjectivity ng feelings natin ganito, it's dependent on your chemistry. It's dependent on your old habits. And it, you have past experiences but that remind you of things. Uh, with other people and in other circumstances, you can actually say, no, I don't want to go to this year's uh, Santa Cruzan or whatever it is. Because ever since I was a child, it's raining. And I need to tell you, uh, Santa Cruzan happens in May. It's always raining in May in the Philippines. So yeah, but that's a past experience. But all of a sudden, you'll say, oh, I don't like it na. So nag-decide ka na na ayaw mo umuwi sa probinsya when actually that could be easily remedied, remedied by a... Uh, 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 an expanded to-do list that says, if it rains, I will bring a nice umbrella, right? Okay, so the subjectivity is really hard because you're, you're, when you're running on feelings only, you are not present, you are not in the now, you are in a memory that's reminding you that this is wrong. And in a way, if you're not presently where you are, you're kind of lost. You're kind of lost. So make your feelings guide you. But I think 50 plus 1, you're going to have to view the situation um, a little differently. This is what I mean by flexibility. Cognitive, your view, your brain, uh, a little flexibility. Kasi kung feelings ang nagde-decide, wala. 
if you are stuck here in cognitive rigidity, you will make judgments that might not be too healthy in the end. Kasi nga, the way you read the situation sometimes, it's it's better than it is or it's worse than it is. Might be really nice to get some clarity every now and then when you're feeling rigid. Get the flexible part. Who? What if ganito? Pwede naman yatang ganito. You can use phrases like that. It can't. You can't always use language that it's gotta be like this. It has to be like this. It's always been like this. Let me give you a guide. The tip is actually changing your language by saying, uh, I guess it's possible, you know. Give yourself that pause. Kasi, the, you can't be 100% sure. So this, this is the language of cognitive rigidity. Can you see it? This is just the way it is. So, cognitive rigidity, ang lapit-lapit niya sa perfectionism. Alam mo ba? And, and we're not perfect. Because when we are perfect, parang we're always thinking, I want to fix everything. I never want to make a mistake. I feel guilty I'm not perfect. What? Guess what? Why are we why are we guilty that we're not perfect? No one's perfect. We know this in your mind, but we don't know this in our hearts when we when we uh, know when our, our nervous system doesn't know this. So you're gonna have to repeat over and over again that really no one and no situation is perfect. Maybe there are perfect moments that last a few minutes, but really there's no static perfection. So it seems like a good thing. Like who doesn't want to be per perfect naman, diba? Who doesn't want to be perfect? I think it's only wrong when it's excessive, when it gets in the way of your decisions. And then it starts to make us feel worse about ourselves. Like, shocks, I won in the math contest, but I didn't win the English contest. Huh? <laughs> what, really? Do you want to win both? That we have we have to know that um I don't know, there are things that have to be a little more stretchy about us. Because it's bad. Perfection is bad. Look at the dark green bar. When it starts to have the opposite effect. Like, ayokong mag-tennis kasi hindi naman ako mag-wimbledon. What? So, anong nangyari? Hindi ka nag-tennis because hindi ka magiging perfect. So, the intention, ang nangyari patuloy, opposite, you never picked it up. Like, for example, I, I don't, I don't want to run because I, I might not finish first in the Boston Marathon. What? Really? <laughs> so the opposite tuloy happened. You never naran kahit 5K, kahit 10K. Does that make sense? So this is when perfection is problematic. When it gets in the way, when it's excessive, when uh, there is clinical perfectionism. Can you see the bottom bar that's rust-colored? Clinical perfectionism, actually, this is another level. You know what comes with that? Um, anorexia, bulimia. So how do we manage our imperfection? Or how do we manage this when parang it's our habit? You see that? I just wanted to show off. You're going to have to have cognitive flexibility. This is what I talked about with your heart last week. Cognitive flexibility is really making your, giving yourself three other options, two other options. You make your to-do list, you do your decisions, but you also have if A, then B, if B, then C. You really have to stretch it a little bit. Because cognitive flexibility is what will save you. It will put you onto reality. Then you are not so lost. So the reality test is, uh, can I see this in, from other people's eyes? I mean, is that even possible? Because we always see it. And so it helps when you have a friend because they actually tell you what's up because you have blind spots on your own. Like, I'm so fat. Ganyan. We're always doing these things. But the reality test is, in fact, sometimes it's not the mirror because even when we're looking at the mirror at how skinny we are, it's how we see each other. So there's got to be someone else. 
it's got to be someone else that tells you what the reality is in the line of covid like in the in the light of covid i had covid last year and uh and i'm very grateful that i recovered but there was a time when every day i thought i had a fever i really felt warm every day like i could swear uh, i was on 39.40 that's why i always needed the thermometer to really tell me gang no it's 37.5 gang no it's 38 you have no fever because in your mind your reality that's it <laughs> i can really think myself that i have a fever every day this is why i needed gadgets like the pulse oximeter you check your oxygen um and sometimes, yeah, even if I had the thermometer, I still didn't believe it. <laughs> so that's what I mean. That's how powerful your brain is. That's where your reality is. So you need help, other gadgets, other people to measure what truly is happening. You can argue with. Wala, meron. Either way, it's true in your brain. It really depends on what your brain, brain is saying. So it's really helpful to have help from outside. Okay? So... Woo! This is the mental health tip. <laughs> it's not the same as the usual mental health tips. But I need you to befriend, especially during the pandemic, I want you to befriend the word ewan. Ewan. <clears throat> We're going to have to sit down and live with the, the word ewan. Not, 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 not because we're not decisive people or not, we're not sure. It's just that, that that's the world. That's nature, especially during a pandemic. Pwedeng ito, pwedeng hindi, pwedeng oo. All three options, I'm gonna face. Okay, bakit? Ewan, yeah, sure, right? Sometimes we think that's bad. Oh, most of our lives, we think ewan is bad. I don't know why, but I need to tell you, it's neither bad nor good. It's real. Ewan is real. So you have to like... Make Ewan one of your favorite words these days. Uh, I don't know if you can do that, but we can try. So if they say, how are you doing, Ewan? Kamusta na? Kasi minsan you just have to accept it that some things are really just Ewan. I'm not sure. So um, what's, what's good about Ewan is kailangan natin tanggapin ang Ewan. Pero lahat ng sinabi ko today ay para sa pandemic lang. Ewan sa ngayon. So every day you ask yourself, Kamusta na ba tayo? Ewan, sa ngayon, baka bukas may answer. That is cognitive flexibility. And your muscles are strongest when you're flexible. So guard your heart. Guard your heart and make it flexible. Stretch. And one method of stretch is ewan. You know, you can always stretch your muscles um, all the time, some. And you can stretch all your muscles some of the times. But your heart, always stretch it. And one way to do it is befriending the word ewan. How? Oh, you're probably asking this, but how do I stretch my heart, gang? One, you use ewan. You're going to ask yourself, can we, should we, and when? And the answer usually is now. The answer usually is now. When do you say ewan? When do you shrug? When do you say maybe tomorrow? I'll ask. Maybe tomorrow it will be better. I think tomorrow will be better. You can just really talk to yourself through it. So, <laughs> isn't that funny? We have like two parts of today. So the tip really is, you're going to have to befriend the word Erwan these days. It's not so bad. I don't know. Will I be back? Erwan. <laughs> Bye. Cognitive flexibility. One way to do it, befriend the word Erwan. See you next Thursday.